This episode of Grow Getters is brought to you by the Grow Getters Growth Hacks newsletter. Subscribe at growgetterspodcast.com for your monthly fix of hands-on hacks for business babes. Hey guys, you're listening to Grow Getters, the future skills podcast for smart women in business. Whether you're a kick-ass career gal, a super side hustler, or a legendary lady entrepreneur, we've got you sorted. Every Wednesday, we drop a new app that arms you with all the latest tools, tips, and hands-on hacks to make sure you stay ahead of the game. Today, you're chatting with Grow Getters hosts, Tiffany Hard, that's me, and Tanya Gama. Hi, everyone. Today, we're going to go through some of the latest techniques that, that you can apply to lift your brainstorming game. Whether it's coming up with a new product idea, a name for your brand, or a solution to help your team work better together, today's hacks will get you there. But first, Tanya, what's inspired you over this last week? Oh my goodness. I have been listening to a brilliant podcast. It's called Dolly Parton's America. <laughs> and before you think, well, what, what, Dolly Parton, what, what's going on there? Um, I can assure you it's been really, really inspiring, actually. She is an amazing, amazing lady, and she's an amazing entrepreneur as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. So I guess what's attracted me to this podcast, first of all, is that the podcast creators themselves, I think the narrator's name is Jad Abumrad and his producer, they've actually, in, in such an amazing way, really unfolded Dolly's story and the way the different strands of the narrative have kind of intersected and they've done such a good job. And I would actually say it's probably one of the most well-produced podcasts I've heard in a really, really long time. Mm. And Dolly Parton, wow. I mean, we grew up in the 80s and I can remember her just being, you know, big boobs, blonde hair, big personality. Mm -hmm. But she is just such a legend and she's pretty much the epitome of a grow-getter, I would say. Mm -hmm. You know, she's super, super talented. Like I think the narrator compared her talent to that of like a modern-day Mozart, the way she can actually – how quick and fast she can write songs and like with amazing, amazing lyrics. But then it's also her sheer ambition and her vision – which have like helped her and allowed her to create this massive empire. Mm -hmm. So Dollywood, her whole theme park, everything, it's this huge, huge empire and still is such a cash cow. She's done an amazing job. So it's a nine-part podcast and I highly, highly recommend it. It's called Dolly Parton's America and she's just a really inspirational woman. Amazing. Cool. Thanks for that. No worries. (laughs) How about you, Tiff? What's inspired you this week? Well, actually, um, it's outside of content. So it's uh, something I, I ordered. It's the My Heritage DNA Kit. And of course, you know, as an Australian, you know a bit of, about your heritage and a bit about where you've come from. Hey, most of us. Some of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some, some fables of, oh, yeah, your first ancestor came on the first fleet to Australia. But um, hey, my friend's ancestor actually did. Mine did too. Yeah. <laughs> I, actually, one of my ancestors was the first woman on the first fleet to Australia. Wow. But not about me. <laughs> this is about the DNA kit. So it's a really cool kit that you get in the mail. And basically, you do a quick swab of your mouth to you know, take a saliva a test and you send it off to my heritage dna and they basically give you a rundown of where you've come from in the world and um of course i've been told i'm a bit french i'm a bit irish i'm a bit scottish and a bit english yeah it's a total typical mix for an australian or early australian (laughs) (laughs) 
but um, not first Australian. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> but the convict Australians. Yes, the ones that came in balls and chains. Just to exactly. clarify, yeah, yeah. yeah, the bad ones. <laughs> but I'm really excited to see what happens I mean I think it's a really interesting thing not only just for me to find out my own heritage and of course you know my brother doesn't have to do it if if you've got siblings only one of you actually has to do the test oh really yeah Actually, because your DNA or your, your heritage DNA is actually the same. Oh, because then I'll, got- get, I'll get my sister to do it then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit worried about the data stuff. I know. That's a big thing. And uh, you just have to be okay with that. If you want to do something like this, of course, my heritage DNA is one company, but there are so many. There's another one that I definitely know, which is called 23andMe, and they do DNA plus health. So they do a checkup on what's happening in your health history. Do you have any you know, underlying diseases or any things that we should know about in the, in the future? So it's a bit more advanced, a bit more expensive, but especially with the data, you've just got to, you've got to be okay with that. And for me, I'm okay with that. I'm on social media. I've got all my details out there. If I was wanting to be more protective of, of that, I wouldn't use my thumbprint on my phone. It's a very controversial topic. Of course, even face recognition on your phone. It's a huge thing. They've got so much information on you. Maybe I'm going to have a clone in 40 years. Who knows? But it's something you have to be okay with. You can delete your data, I think. You can. Once you've done yeah. the test, then that's probably what I would recommend, mm-hmm. just in case. Well, I'm I'm interested to see what the results are going to be. Me too, me too. I think it's also a really interesting story because, you know, I did a quick bit of research on YouTube, actually, and I saw so many videos of people actually finding their long-lost bio dads and, you know, where have they come from adopted kids you know they can locate where you've come from actually or you can find out that your dad actually had a second family or something yeah, like this <laughs> exactly or you know you're part african or what whatever you yeah, know it's quite it's interesting really cool yeah i, I want to do it one day for sure mm-hmm. or i'll make my sister do it actually like you said <laughs> good tip yeah exactly so in another episode in a small kind of side i'll give you a bit of a rundown of what i made up sounds of. good <laughs> sounds good great guys so like tiff introduced at the start today we are going to take you through some some super handy techniques to drive ideation within your workplace or business. So these techniques are proven and they're taken straight from the world of innovation and design thinking. And the best part is they are super fun and super easy to apply. So let's begin. We'll start with brainstorming hack number one, create the ideal physical environment. So whilst you might not be able to create the most perfectly ideal hip and Google HQ-esque space for brainstorming, there are certainly a few things that you can do to set the scene if you want to really generate some cool ideas. So most obviously is to, and this sounds like a massive no-brainer, but it's really important, you've got to have your post-its and markers at the ready. Um, So that's super important because that's where you want to capture all your ideas. So we recommend limiting one idea or thought per post-it So that later on, you can group them together and arrange them in a way that makes sense to you or your team and try and write in capital letters. So everyone, if it's a group brainstorm, everyone can clearly read them or better yet, try and be a bit creative and visual and draw pictures instead, because it has been proven that people resonate more with visual images and pictures than words. And make your work visual and shared by using whiteboards, windows and walls to create a vertical working space. So try and use a room or wall where your material can stay until the next session so that you don't lose all the cool work you've done. And obviously, please take pictures of your work so you've got a digital copy and you can also share them really easily. 
Also, if it's possible, try to make the space as flexible as you can. So if budget permits, we would recommend furniture on wheels, which would be awesome. That's Mm -hmm. the best bet. But even if you've got a large meeting table, for example, and it has to stay there, then why not sit on top of it instead? Just mix it up a little bit Mm -hmm. because it's amazing how that can change your headspace. Mm And just really dare to move unnecessary furniture out of the room too. So you really want to create this very fluid, very creative space as best as you can with what you've got. Brainstorming hack number two, make sure you warm up. Guys, brainstorming is fun. Not only is it awesome to tap into your creative brain, but when you do it in a collaborative group, it's a brilliant way for your team to bond. Before any ideation session, doing a fun and physical warm-up activity puts the team into a positive mood and into the right mind frame. So here are a couple of warm-up techniques and tips to make ideation fun. The first one is called Soundball. This game is intended to get your voice and attention ready for what's next. Everyone stands in a circle. One person throws a ball, or real or imaginary, to a random person in the circle. In addition to the throwing gesture, she makes a long, freely chosen noise. (laughs) Like... (laughs) The recipient of the ball makes the same sound and the gesture of receiving the ball and then throws it to someone else with a new sound or gesture. Repeat. Sounds like a fun game, huh? Yeah, it's fun. Definitely Mm -hmm. a fun warm up. The second activity is called pantomimic introduction. Sounds a bit of a mouthful, but (laughs) it's fun. And it's a fun, quick and simple way to let everyone introduce themselves. So everyone stands in a circle. One person begins by stepping into the middle of the circle. She mimes or silently acts out something interesting about herself. For example, she enjoys playing the piano or making pancakes, (laughs) as an example. The onlookers of the circle have to guess what the mime means. When they guess correctly, the person in the middle reveals the story behind their interest or hobby and a bit about themselves. And the third game is called Touch Something Blue. The moderator asks everyone to stand up, then explains that they will call out to everyone to touch something they describe. So start with easy things like touch something blue, where they seek out a blue object or touch your toes. Then increase the complexity, such as touch something inspiring or touch something that makes you laugh. And after a little bit, give the team a couple of minutes to reflect and have a laugh out what they've touched. Next up is brainstorming hack number three, set it up right. So I'm sure that you've all been in situations where you're in a group and you're all ready to brainstorm and it just doesn't get there. It just doesn't take off. Mm. Well, these tips will ensure that you won't have those awkward silences or worse still, dominant characters that take your brainstorm mm. or ideation session to an unwieldy place. You know what I mean by mm. that. <laughs> so first and foremost, no brainer again, but honestly, you need to appoint a facilitator. So decide before you do the brainstorm who will keep the team on track during the session And you can even assign other roles, such as an agenda watcher or a timekeeper, just making sure that you avoid any hierarchies. So don't give all those shitty roles to your junior staff. Mix it up Mm -hmm. and swap it around. So we've mentioned this in both of our episodes on productivity and design thinking that we strongly recommend to use a time timer, which helps to keep the session on track and also helps to divide your time into chunks And it's also visible to everybody and it's audible because Mm -hmm. it will make a noise when time is beginning to run out. So the D School, which is the premier education institution on design thinking practices, 
recommends to invest energy into a short period of time, such as 15 or 30 minutes of high engagement. So that's kind of like the time period we would recommend. And always make sure the facilitator helps the team to form and agree on brainstorming rules right at the outset. So these rules could be things like do not interrupt others, always respond to an idea with yes instead of a no but, and of course defer any judgment of a person or an idea that comes out. So at IDEO, which is an innovation consultancy that's founded in human-centered design, they recommend to have playful rules. So critiquing or debating ideas can quickly sap the energy of a session And many IDEO conference rooms have brainstorming rules actually stenciled in big letters on the walls. For example, rules such as go for quantity, encourage wild ideas, or one conversation at a time. And set a target for the number of ideas you want to generate in a session. And remember, the golden rule in the case of brainstorming is actually to go for quantity Mm -hmm. rather than quality. Mm -hmm. As these sessions are actually about discovering initial ideas which you can then subsequently build on in a separate session or Mm -hmm. in the future. Mm -hmm. So your maxim here should be quantity breeds quality Mm -hmm. and always frame the brainstorm at the outset with an actionable question that makes it easy for the team to answer with a thought, concept or idea. Brainstorming hack number four, should you brainstorm? There are loads of techniques you can employ for an effective brainstorm that yields a whole bunch of ideas. But did you know about brainstorming's other siblings? They're called brain dumping, brain walking, and brain writing. Brain dumping is otherwise known as individual brainstorming and is a great way to get ideas out of some of your more reserved team members. So as you would with any brainstorm, start by setting up the problem or brief as an actionable question. Then each member spends three to ten minutes writing each idea on post-its, one idea per post-it. When they're done, they all silently stick them up on the wall, grouping them together in similar responses. Then the group will collectively select the ideas they wish to build upon. Next up is brain writing. This technique is where participants write ideas onto cards for about three to five minutes and then pass their cards or their idea cards onto the next person moving those cards around the group in a circle as participants build on the ideas of others. The team performs this in complete silence and they are forced to build on, instead of criticise, other participants' ideas. You can continue this cycle two to three times or as many times as that's needed. The beauty of brain writing is that it levels the playing field of everybody immediately and it removes any obstacles of the group from brainstorming. Lastly, brain walking. Brainwalking is very similar to brainwriting with one small but really highly impactful difference. Instead of passing idea cards or notes from one participant to the other, participants have to get up from their seats and move to another spot around the brainstorming table or even to another table altogether. Brainwalking gets people out of their seats, gets them moving and keeps the energy levels up and mixes things up a bit. So guys, let's round up today with GrowGetters' own tenets for successful brainstorming and ideation. So number one, set a time limit. Number two, start with an actionable question and stay focused. Number three, defer any judgment or criticism, and that includes with your body language. Mm. Number four, aim for weird, wacky, and wild ideas, Mm. the three Ws. (laughs) Number five, remember that quantity breeds quality. Number six, build on each other's ideas. Number seven, be as visual as you can. 
And number eight, respect each other and allow one conversation at a time. Thank you so much for tuning in this week, guys. To wrap up this episode, we want to end with a quote from the legendary grow-getter Hedy Lamarr, a glamorous Hollywood actress from the silver screen era who was an acclaimed mathematician and inventor. All creative people want to do the unexpected. And that's exactly what brainstorming should seek, the unexpected. Yes, yes. so true, so mm-hmm. true. So thank you so much, guys, for listening today. If you want to absolutely smash it in your career, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to stay up to date with our weekly eps on all the latest tools, tips, and trends to help you grow. And if you love us as much as we love you, pretty, pretty please also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts so even more of you fabulous grow getters can find us. And don't forget to join us on Instagram at Grow Getters Podcast. And of course, please sign up to our monthly bumper Grow Getters Growth Hacks e-newsletter too, which you can find on our website, growgetterspodcast.com. We'll continue to cover the latest tips, knowledge and hacks in your ears every Wednesday to help you get growing. Chat to you next week. Bye-bye.